Welcome to episode three of Westworld FM. My name is Maddie, joined by Oliver Aguilar and Amber Sparkle. Oh, we gotta change that now. <laughs> no, now it's three episodes in. It's set. That's it. It's set. Uh, exotic dancer Amber Sparkle. Yeah. Give it up oh, for uh, The Stray. This episode of Westworld FM is called, uh, and just like always, we are assuming you have seen Westworld. We've been talking about spoilers, about revelations that come in later seasons and episodes. Um, so if you haven't seen it, go watch Westworld, seasons one and two, and then come on back here, and uh, we'll talk about episode three, The Stray, which opens with uh, Bernard giving Dolores uh, a book, I believe. Yep. Alice in Wonderland. Is that from Alice in Wonderland? Did they say Alice Alice in Wonderland? Did you have to look that up after? No, you can see the title right on the book. Oh, I totally missed that. And as he was reading the passage, I'm like, oh, I wonder wonder if that's a real book. Yeah, it's Alice in Wonderland. And Um, how fitting. uh, Yeah, he asked asked her to read a passage about it. Uh, 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 Sorry, he asked her to read a passage from it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the passage... I, I can't recall. I didn't write it down or anything, but it's it's about change. Yes, like and she and she says like the other books before. This one is about change. So Bernard has been giving Dolores multiple books, uh, all of them apparently about this theory of change. Yeah. Uh, Bernard mentions that it's uh, it's his son's favorite book, uh, and Dolores asks him about his son, and he kind of evades that question. Mm-hmm. We he gets weird in a way that you, the audience, know that. Something has happened. Something bad happened to happened. the sun at mm-hmm. some yeah. point. Um, I think that's where that exchange sort of ends because it cuts to um, uh, Dolores at the beginning of her loop. Uh, she wakes up and uh, she's going through her her uh, her drawer and she looks at the gun that she found in the in the, in a previous episode. Um, I should have paid more attention, but I think the gun may be new here maybe so it, which would mean that she did not she this is complicated she found the gun in the previous episode yes but she has not yet buried it mm-hmm. as this is the past version of this gun i believe it is because william is in this scene yeah maybe um so she 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 looks at it and she's looking troubled and then uh in the ba- in in her head she she hears someone say do you remember and then she flash flashes back uh there's a flashback to the the man in black attacking her mm-hmm. and again like the timelines are completely out of whack so yeah. we don't really know exactly what's going on even as people with all the inf- most of the information where does she get the gun from then is that when she takes it from that host and shoots it could be cuz where does the gun come from Oh yeah, that okay. Makes sense you're right. Now. Yeah, she so could be. We won't get into this still. I think it's episode four, but yeah, she pulls it out of. I'm just gonna call him Trevor because I don't yeah. know. His yeah, name. Trevor from GTA is the actor. Pulls it out of Trevor's out holster, of his holster. Shoots him. Presumably buries it later. Yeah. Digs it up. Yeah. So then, so if that it's makes the sense. new gun now, this would be between her taking it from Trevor, Trevor. and. Burying yeah, it? so maybe it she put confusing. it in her drawer to like keep it for super confusing. Maybe yeah. and maybe I'm misremembering, and it is the old gun. I did not. Um, this no. is actually like it, mm. it was in episode four when I was like, "Oh, the gun! Oh, fuck!" and like started paying attention to it. Yeah, and maybe she yeah, almost be, went back. I couldn't figure out where she got it from, but that makes sense now. I'll be paying attention to the the, the quality of the gun as well. But yeah, there the, there was that scene. I think it, it is in this episode where. She pulls it from him and then yeah. is able to fight back. Yeah, it's either this one or the next one. Um, she puts the gun back in the drawer. Uh, but, yeah, so she she 
she has she has it and she she now has a sort of she has the impetus to to use that mm-hmm. right it um, seems like she's off her loop like dolores is not supposed to have a gun no which yeah. is weird also how does she remember that it's there if it starts with her in her room like, is she starting the new loop? I think, she, I isn't assume? she, like, getting, it's in, I know it's wrapped up in clothes, so maybe yeah. she's just like, oh, I'm just getting changed for oh, the morning okay. or whatever. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. It, it's at this point already where Dolores, yeah, is off her loop and she's, she knows. Doing her own thing. Yeah, doing whatever, right? Hmm. Um, William is in Sweetwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sees a bounty hunter turn in a wanted criminal. <laughs> Uh, the criminal attempts to escape and shoots up a few people. There's a standoff with Clementine in the middle, and William attempts to take action, but uh, hesitates and is shot first. Yep, I have it written down. William gets shot, goes over like a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time, because we've seen people get shot. We've seen the man in black get shot yeah. previously, and just like it's no big thing. And yeah. then William gets shot and like does the like 12 spins <laughs> in the air and is completely laid out. Uh, rubbing just, his chest, yeah, looking for dents. Well, you think he's you think he's shot for yeah. a while. You're like, oh shit, William's dead. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. uh, he still managed to take down the criminal. Uh, uh, the, it's, it's a classic thing where the criminal gets shot in the back and then he falls and you see uh, William with the gun in his hand. Yeah. Um, so William shoots him, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so it's at this point where William kind of gets the taste uh, for the stakes and the excitement of like gunslinging. Mm. See, I right? feel like this is the point where William actually does start changing. Yeah. Like, that was, like, the pivotal moment when he crossed, the, like, that line of where, like, it was okay to kill a host. Yeah. Even though he was saving Clementine. This is, like, where the real changes start happening. Yeah, he gets he gets that taste, right? Yeah. He's, he... he... He did it to protect Clementine because right. he, he's he's kind of a heroic character right now. Yeah. Um, but then the next thing he does is like, well, let's sign up for this bounty. Let's go. Let's go do some more killing. Yeah. But yeah. it's qu- like righteous killing, quote unquote. And it kind of uh, kind of coincides with like them showing uh, Alice in Wonderland like falling down the rabbit hole. And oh now yeah. I've never. Yeah. That's he's kind of falling into man, that you know. world. Never even really thought about it like that. That's why we invited you on. <laughs> uh, Clementine offers to thank him inside. Uh, the bounty hunter says, there's uh, more work to be done. Could use uh, a couple desperados like you. Is that a, is that a known actor, that bounty hunter? Because he seems so... He's What a great fucking cowboy. <laughs> like, he's done it before. I, I must have seen him in something. Uh... Logan sees all this and he's just stoked that William is uh, getting some shooting action, um, and uh, he's like, "Let's go! Let's go inside! Let's celebrate!" And this is where he, where uh, William says, "Like, no, let's bounty." Yeah, it's vintage like video game. Like, I am this yeah. over leveled. I've played this level before. Like, dude, let's just go. Let's, it's like when you and I were playing Diablo, Oliver. Yeah, and you just wanted to look at every single piece of loot and be like, "Oh, plus one, plus one attack." <laughs> That's speed. exactly it. Yes. And I'm like, dude, let's just fucking come on, dude. We, let's go kill. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. It's exactly like this that. is exactly it. Yeah, you, you got like the the new guy who kind of wants to experience the, the everything. Thing. Yeah, and then oh my god, we're gonna do this so many times. Let's get over yeah. this killing thing and let's fucking go. Uh, anyways, he he mentions like uh, I thought we couldn't. Uh, I thought we couldn't Could be, be shot, and he's like, well, we can't get killed, hmm. but they they still hurt. Right and yeah, again that that goes to like the the upper level status of the man in black. He's been shot a bunch of times. It, it he he doesn't even flinch or anything. Yeah, probably still hurts him, but he's just yeah. used to it. Or like you said, maybe he just has like upper like, like top tier. Yeah, I like equipment. the idea that he has like a rare coat that he found in game or something that Ford <laughs> something like special. Ford touched it and now it's plus five to bullets. 
Yeah. So um, I wrote down here like beanbag shot, like a uh, question mark. Like, is that what they're firing? Kind of. Maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's we, hard we, to s- doesn't show, but he does show like he has like an indentation or a bruise or something. So, that, so. so the logistics magic of yeah. like if, the, if you think too closely about yeah, it, it makes no sense. Much. I but. mean, that's that, that's just kind of interesting because like imagine us going there and like even though we know we can't get killed, mm. it still hurts. Totally. Same yeah, as same it's as like paintball. paintball. Well, that got yeah. me a little worried. It's like the have you ever heard the story about how um, it's it's if you're finding blanks like for movies, uh, there's still something is ejected. Yeah, and yes. like the person put the blanket famously Isn't against their forehead. Oh, and, Bruce Lee and, died, right? And, uh, Bruce Lee's son. Oh, Bruce Lee's son. Is that right? The, yeah. the blank against the yeah. head and, and pulled the trigger? Yeah, uh, he actually died that way. And like, as, there's a, that scene in the last episode where the man in black pulls the gun against his head. And I'm like, well, these aren't real guns. Mm. <laughs> uh, but I think it's Testament. I think it's supposed to be like, you know, far-flung future magic tech where yeah. it works against the host, but not against not hosts. Mm-hmm. But again, like, I find like William always worried about the physical harm. But I mean, if you could apply that to the, the mental portion of it, where he kind of gets messed up by Dolores, I would be the same way though. Of like, it's like, oh, you I would you kill won't my first die, person but... and get the taste for it probably, and be like, this is, oh, this, no, man. this is fun. Look, look, <laughs> hey, that per- I just killed that guy yesterday. And he's back. Like, this is this is a good time. It's not it's real. All good. I always I always just liken it to when we were playing paintball. And yeah. yes, it's just like a kid's game. There are adults there, but it, it's inherently a kid's game. It's, it's boys playing guns. Totally. Right? And like when, when you feel like you are pinned down and like, you know, you're not going to die, but you know, it's going to fucking hurt yeah. if yeah. you know, get caught. Yeah. And like some of these guys are want to just paint you and like, shoot you in the back. The, the tension of, of like that f- fake perceived yeah. danger versus like the, yeah, the thrill of being able to do it. Yeah. When you play paintball and you know, it's not it's not real like you're not gonna die it's still scary as totally fun. and that but that's why it's fun yeah of like is that fun i have so many memories of oji just I being like lying completely still in the bush <laughs> or yeah. whatever like there's like 10 of them yeah, and if they like see us fuck. we are so fucked yeah. dude like, i wonder if that's like a difference between the sexes almost and i only say that because like i, I don't know maybe just because i don't have a lot of friends in paintball but like you guys i don't get that like excitement it's the i guess horror movie thing right it's it's being afraid it is yeah, perceived the, danger ugh. without the the i don't like real danger yeah the risk of like totally yeah. dang it. i want to um, do all the things in real life i or i want to do all the things in 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 gaming or in westworld that i can't do in real life right yeah. i want to i want to try it out yeah i want to shoot somebody i want to like i want to be the playboy who's having sex with all the whores i want to rob the bank i want to you know do the stagecoach getaway <laughs> don't want to like like we say earlier i don't want to do that in real life yeah. Absolutely not. I, I, I don't want to ever bring harm to anyone in real life. But if you're telling me that, like, there's a robot here that I can just... I don't know. I've never been in but a I fist mean, fight. That's like I would the love whole... to punch this robot and see what that feels like. The whole thing is, is, like, how close are these guys to real people? But, I mean, how close are video game NPCs to real people, you know? Well, like, they're getting closer you... and closer. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, like, if you try to convince me now that, you know, Nathan Drake feels pain, I'm going to laugh in your face. Much like in the same way that if you try to convince someone in this world that the hosts do feel pain and do remember, they're going to laugh in your face. Mm-hmm. Like, no, they're just yeah, programmed. They're just NPCs. Hmm. I can buy into that the Westworld fiction, like, so easily. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. easily. I mean, and that, that, that's, again, like, that's kind of because we've experienced, like, video gaming. Totally. It right? is, it is yeah, that, like that immersion. It is the whole, like, kind of the, the grand promise of gaming, like, yeah. distilled, yeah. right? It is this... Yeah. It is true VR. Yeah. It is this... 
Yeah, video games and even yeah, paintball. We we keep bringing it back to paintball because again, that's that is a very intense situation in a situation in in, in like a setting where it's not really we're not going to get killed. Yeah, it but feels still it's, that like it's adrenaline, completely rush. safe and very controlled. And there, you yeah. know, that if anyone does get hurt, there is medical like it, it is yeah. all taken care of. But it's because we are running through. Like they set up, they set up these scenarios. Where we, again, it's kind of playing make-believe, but yeah. they they give us goals, and we have these air-powered guns in our hands, and we're actually shooting real projectiles, and we're running through the forest, we're crawling through the forest. There are guys who are opposing us, not necessarily, like, bad guys, but they are... Enemy soldiers. Enemies, yeah. They're, they're not bad dudes, they're just doing a job. Yeah, Just exactly. like us. Um, but if they see you, they'll, they will shoot at you. Yeah, remorselessly. Yeah, <laughs> just like just like you will to them. Yeah, if yeah. you get the chance to take like twelve shots into someone's oh back, exactly. maybe I'm going That's to. That's the worst. Uh, where were we? Anyways, keep going. Uh, William wants to take on uh, a wanted bounty, and Logan's like, "Fuck and no!" Like he just wants to horror and drink and whatever. Yep. But uh, William, yeah, he's he's getting a taste of it, and he wants he wants to go out there and and do something instead of just hang around Sweetwater and you know. Yeah. Um, Bernard and Teresa discuss Ford's new narrative idea. Mm-hmm. Um, Ford has sieged a huge amount of the park for whatever yes. his narrative is. Nobody knows what it is. Bernard allegedly doesn't know. Teresa does not know. Yeah. yeah. So she mentioned that he's he's taking a lot of the resources for his new thing and throwing everything into disarray. Uh, I guess he's taking like uh, a lot of the hosts mm-hmm. over and. Uh, Sizemore mentions how, like, you can't just take hosts. that throws off our, our stories and narratives and stuff. And, again, Teresa is worried about this because she has to answer to the board of directors. And um, I guess... Sh- shareholders are worried about profit. It yeah. seems like. They're worried about the bottom line. The The park has been working fine. Yeah. Ford has started changing stuff, and, and it has started costing them money. Mm-hmm. And so Teresa is like, well, let's... The we we learn about it later, but like Ford basically says, um, like I'm sure the shareholders would like me to delay my my narrative indefinitely. Like they just want status quo yeah. to maintain. They're making money. They're doing the good. Totally, and that yeah. is one of the three kind of driving forces they set up in that first episode, where we think we know what the shareholders want. We don't know what upper management wants, and we don't know what the third, what the guest kind of angle of it wants. Do they say like? William, or I guess the man in black, do they say he ends up, he's a shareholder? Like, what, do we know what his role is? As we of, know he's higher up, but like... Yeah, as of right now, we don't really know. Okay. Knowing what we, yeah, as of right now, in the show, yeah. we don't, but knowing what we know, like, he is, he, because uh, Logan ends up, like, overdosing. Yeah. And so, because William is married to his sister, yeah, he, he becomes he the heir inherits to the Delos. It. Yeah. So... Is that wait? Why, why? Why is company law like? It is not medieval times. It doesn't pass to the <laughs> oldest male it's heir. Like, what? No, but I think like I don't remember something any of like this. that happens. Yeah, where yeah he dies and then he inherits the company. Oh, because the wife commits suicide. Suicide. Okay, yeah. that I think he's the only living still heir very, or like, something. Game of Thrones. Of, like, <laughs> it oh, is. The third cousin I think of it's the... like, well, it, it's a, it's a family. It's it's sort of it's a, family a family company. company yeah, and I think I think Logan has that that big business acumen to sort of take over it, and yeah. so does uh, I guess uh, William marries into the family to also work for the company yeah. and 
by process of elimination. Logan says something earlier, I think in this episode, about, um, like, we're not just here to have fun. This is a, a, a an opportunity to get into. So I think the company had already been started, but I think his family buys into it. Yeah. Because he said this is, like, a, an opportunity to... Yeah, like, yeah. I think... Oh, what I can't they, remember what he says, do, I know but, in season two, I think they get into a lot more of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it shows off a lot in season two where... Um, they invest or something. Yeah. Uh, where Logan is introduced to the idea of these hosts on the outside. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember, and we'll talk about this when it yeah, comes up, but when we get there. there's, like... Um, there's sort of, like, a scene in a bar where Dolores actually approaches Logan... Yes. In season two. Yeah. Yes. And that is huge. As far as we know right now, host cannot leave yeah. the park. Like, yes. that is huge. And then it's, Spoilers. it's revealed to him, like, he, like, this is the future of AI technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I do remember where, that, yeah. Yeah, where, yeah. and this is what, what piques his interest about. Yeah. Going there. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah, a bunch of times. Oh, it's, Dolores is, like, all up in yeah. the outside yeah. world yeah. in season two. That's right. Yeah, it's very strange. Mm. Uh, uh, so as they're, I don't know, I think this is part of the same scene. This is um, Bernard and Teresa are talking. Uh, at some point, Teresa leaves, Elsie comes in. And they are talking about, uh, I, I don't remember what it is. They're talking about uh, the malfunctions or Elsie is basically uh, sh- kind of like discovering the truth in a way where she's like, I think Ford might be the one doing all, like mm. Ford might be the master plan here. And as they're having this conversation, an alarm goes off. And Bernard, without even pausing, just seems to know. He's like, oh, stray host in sector whatever. Elsie, go deal with it right now. Yeah. As a way of... Planned. Well, yeah, looking back on it as a way of cutting off the conversation almost. (laughs) That's interesting. Mm, Yeah. I didn't notice that. Did Bernard or whoever is piloting Bernard, did they set this up immediately of like... Oh geez, Elsie's getting too close. Uh, 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 host is is doing. We we need you to go get this host right now. Yeah. Um, it it is a little too coincidental. It might it might be a coincidence, but again, like nothing really happens in this park. Coincidentally, no, no coincidences because yeah. the 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 sort of the sort of uh, result of what happens because they they receive a notice that uh, there's a stray in a park in yeah. the park, and this turns out to be that woodcutter who gets himself caught in the thing, yeah. but it turns out that he. They were using this 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 one host to sort of transmit information. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And, so and, and again, Bernard is very curt. Like it, it is a very strange scene where Bernard they're talking friendly, very friendly, and uh, the arm goes off, and Bernard is like, "Just go deal with it right now. Don't mm-hmm. stop what you're doing. Just fuck, do it now." Yeah. I didn't notice that. And it, it is very kind of jarring. Good. Yeah. Um. So I wrote down here. Elsie uh, is analyzing Rebus about the milk host incident. That's and, uh, Trevor from GTA. Yeah, Rebus apparently Which, is yeah. going up until you brought it up today because I was trying to figure out who it was and I thought it was Micah from Red Dead Two. Oh yeah, similar mustache kind yeah. of presentation, but oh, it's it Trevor. fascinating if that you, it is a lo- different character from a different Red Dead game. <laughs> if you look at <laughs> or, Trevor uh, Rockstar game from I mean. GTA, it's like holy fuck, that's yeah. him. And now that because like the voice was him, I'm like I know that voice. Um. Uh, uh. Uh. So yeah, Elsie is 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 uh, investigating this, and she she mess. Um. She's watching video of of what's happening, mm. and um. On that shitty fucking yeah, video hey? display they have, <laughs> where like it shows all of the park, and then they and then cut a, a little, section out. Yeah, it's uh, like small. Blows. It, it shows. It shows that that the, that one host is like talking while he's doing this, and he does mention Arnold. Yep. Yeah. Um. It. From what we've said, it's it's the whole uh, these violent delights uh, have violent ends kind of trigger uh, phrase. Did do we did 
he wasn't really exposed to that. No, he he I wasn't. No. And I don't think it is a literal verbal phrase. I think it is more a kind of... Um, I think it is a literary device yeah. for you, the audience. Like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. They're kind of they're kind they're, of activated. Yeah, because she also mentions that she she killed six other hosts, uh, but uh, there's a history of those hosts killing him. Yeah, so they're kind of like revenge yeah. kills. Revenge yeah. kills. Something's up, as yeah. though he is maybe remembering. Yeah, uh, and we will hear other hosts refer to to an imaginary person, Arnold. Right. As we go through this episode, and this is where they get the notice, and yes. Um, Bernard, like, yeah, very much so. Hey, you deal with this. Yep. Um, on their way up in the elevator, Stubbs uh, seems like he's very paranoid about these hosts. Mm-hmm. Turning on turning on um, the staff and turning on the, the, the guests. Yep. He says that the only thing stopping them from attacking is one line of your code. Elsie basically dabs on him, says, my code's good. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, one period. It's all it takes. Uh, cuts to Teddy. Uh, he he's, he confronts a bandit who, who who he's accusing of beating hookers, and he is with like this female guest. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's 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 neat how t- Teddy is kind of taking point on this one, and the and the the guest is kind of like the Just sidekick. Following yeah. around, yeah. He's, he's the like we've seen the male we've seen the male guest female version yeah. of that yeah. with that that blonde lady who shows up i like that we see the other version of like yeah totally send teddy out to yeah james mars then to fucking <laughs> woo the ladies yeah. <laughs> uh they shoot up this guy and uh, there's a bounty on his head so that's why they they were sort of attacking him mm-hmm. um they decide to stop into the saloon and chain him to the outside yeah chain him to the outside mave is upset about that yeah. and when mave goes to confront teddy he gets she she gets a uh, recollection of seeing Teddy uh, dead Ed. in the in the back behind the scenes. So yeah. Teddy going with this kind of contagion theory that we're doing. Teddy has had the fly on his face, right? Yes. Teddy has Teddy? Pres- presumably kind of been infected. If we're kind of running with that metaphor, yeah. Teddy is now talking to Maeve, who has already been having these dreams. I think right, or is this her first? No, she's, no, she's, 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 been, she's been having. Yeah, she's them. been remembering shit. Yeah. Uh, so Teddy is now bringing this 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 i mean it's, it's free thought almost is what the virus yeah. is but it's yeah. bringing this virus in a way to mave who uh after this interaction goes completely off the rails yeah just yeah as this kind of it, it is very much like a computer virus which seems to be kind of spreading and also do we know of constantine clementine, clementine. sorry constantine. oh my god brain <laughs> freeze clementine she had mentioned her nightmares but um do we know she's been we don't really Probably. know yet. She's been hanging but around with she, me. Yeah, she's gonna get it in this this episode in this for one? sure. Okay. Um, Teddy then uh, gets distracted by Dolores out the window mm. in, in their classic loop. Right. We see the milk can fall. Yep. Yep. Uh, they ride off together in the country. He gets the milk can, brings it up to her, says, "Don't mind me. Just trying to look chivalrous." Yeah. This is the third time in the third unique context that we've heard this line, that. which okay. is. I mean, it could be just a program Teddy line, but it could be him remembering these past loops. Yeah. Um, so they ride off into the country as they're uh, programmed to do, mm-hmm. but it's at this point where Dolores sort of deviates from from her, their conver- normal, normal conversation about like you because know she has a gun. being together. She brought her fucking gun with her, <laughs> uh, and she she asks Teddy to run away. Uh, Teddy responds with someday, and then D calls him. Uh, Dolores calls, calls him out, out for for that, uh, saying that people say someday when they don't really mean to. Let's run away yeah. today. 
I think that's when she realizes, like, Teddy is never going to be... Like, he's built to be this, like, big hero, but he just doesn't have it in him to, to go all the way. Yeah. And he doesn't voice his motivation for for for, for not doing it now. For some, he, just, he just says, yeah. like, I have some atonement to do or something. Yeah. Some I got some to take care of some re- reckoning. Yeah, I got, or and I, I think Ford said something first. to him about, like, you're yeah. never going to, you're never going to do, you're never going to yeah, get there. Yeah. We, we, we learn about what that yeah. impetus is. Yeah. yeah. Uh... He tries to teach Dolores how to shoot in this scene. Yeah. Uh, not in this scene. Um, oh. Further up. Uh, Is that not in this scene? Not in this scene. So they go back, like, as they're, as they're programmed to do. Uh, the, the cows are... The, the, yeah. the, the father never lets the cows out this mm-hmm. late, yada, yada. They go back. Is this... Maybe where, I'm out of order, but do they not talk about how Teddy heard of a place down south where, where the water is so pure it'll, uh, quote, yeah. wash the past right off you? Yeah, I think that's... What, yeah, like, Teddy... Yeah, uh, Dolores asks him to run away. Teddy explains this this yeah. part. Sorry, I didn't write that down. And they but ki- so they they kiss, yeah. which is as far I don't as think we we've know, ever seen that a new storyline exactly. Yeah. As far as far as we know, this is a new loop. Yeah, and we don't know if they've actually ever been together. No guests involved, and we we can assume that mm. the puppet master is a little more human characteristics yep. coming yep. out. Yeah. Okay. Um. The, they go back to Dolores home where, de- where her father's being attacked. Ted dies as he's programmed to do, and then it cuts to Ford, um, sort of looking over Ted in the in a behind the scene um, room. Mm-hmm. And he asks what Ted aspires for. Ted says the the Dolores is what I want, and uh, sorry, Teddy says Dolores is what I aspire for. Ford says no, uh, you're there to lead guests to Dolores. Um, and that's about it, right? Yeah. Because he never ends up with her. He he always ends up dying in that loop. He tells Teddy uh, that Teddy will never have the life that he wants. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that's that's the like the the line that they've planned the, that they've programmed for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he go uh, Ford goes on to say uh, he has plans to include Teddy on a new idea to flesh out his backstory. Yep. He mentions that a new villain. He he mentions a new villain named Wyatt and um, sort of sort of lays out the the plan for Wyatt and Teddy. And I guess it's something to the effect of Wyatt was Teddy's old commander. Yep, sergeant or something sergeant, in the army. Yeah, I forget the rank. Yep. Um, and that he uh, he committed an atrocity. He was uh, kidnapped by natives by Apaches, I think, and then came back. Some days later, uh, with quote, some pretty interesting ideas. Hmm. Um, And this is where we find out um, we're we're forward to talking to Teddy about his backstory, about his current backstory. Um, And and Teddy's like, oh, I got a reckoning or whatever. Yeah. Uh, And Ford says, well, actually, you don't. You just have a (laughs) just a formless guilt that you can never shake. And you don't know what it is, uh, which is like this horror, maybe the most horrifying idea we have experience so far in Westworld is just this this idea of this terrible character defining guilt for no reason for nothing yeah Yeah. for for literally nothing and I thought that they said that like for their host they 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 are dependent on their backstory they say like how it it kind of anchors them and stuff yeah and and so wouldn't Teddy need a reason? Uh, no, not really. I mean, not really. Right? Y- you, you, you might think so, but Teddy, even though he's sort of framed as one of the main hosts in our in in while we're watching, yeah. he could just sort of be an afterthought, right? Like yeah, he he's like says, a, he's an introductory yeah, character. character. He, he, like, you only see him the first day. Yeah, Ford yes. even says like you're only there to lead. 
people. Uh, people to Dolores. Dolores is the one that... Is the more important part yeah, of the story. Yeah, so... And then, yeah, then he goes on to be like, okay, well, this new one will will definitely flesh out, flesh out your backstory, right? This is the reckoning that you keep talking about. Um, and they show Wyatt in the... Yeah, they, interestingly, they show uh, a male yep. actor play Bearded. as Wyatt. Un- yeah. Unreliable. So when I say unreliable narrator, which I have been kind of throughout these podcasts, yeah. um, it, it, what I mean is a like it, it is a literary term where the whoever's telling you the story is yeah. telling you the story as they as they perceived it, right. even even if that is incorrect. You learn yes. often later that oh, this character that we saw is not this character. Yes, or or whatever. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, I like that you do use that because I, I am sort of familiar with that with that term where, yeah, we have no choice but to sort of really believe, uh, believe what they're showing us on first mm-hmm. uh, first watch. But now that we know like sort of the, the full story as they as we have it, like we go back and you're like, you guys are fucking lying to us. Yeah, we were, we were talking <laughs> a little bit about Bioshock before this podcast. And, and very similarly, if you played Bioshock, you are very familiar with the unreliable narrator. Mm hmm. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. 100%. I don't even know yeah. what you're thinking. I don't know yeah. what you're hitting on about. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not, it's not in a way that they're sort of manipulating, like in Westworld, they're manipulating the story, the, 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 the cuts and the, the, the editing. They're, they do, they do all that. I don't want to get too into the weeds, but they do all that in Bioshock. I guess. Yeah. Uh, um, Dolores is back in Sweetwater and is accosted by, uh, there's a new song. Uh, sorry, when the scene opens, new song, player piano. Yeah. Uh, so immediately, I myself am like, okay, what has changed? What is happening? What is different? Yeah. Uh, and it turns out that uh, this is Teddy's hero storyline. That's what's different. <laughs> Teddy is a fucking action hero this time. Yeah. And actually, yeah, this he, is where he teaches he, her to shoot. She, yeah, she's accosted by uh, Trevor and the Milk Host. Yep. And, uh, and uh, they're, name they're name rolling name. with a guest this time, right? Because... They're they're like, uh, well, Dolores, what, whatever. Let's you come with us. And Trevor then, is rolling with a guest, yeah, I think, yeah, right? Trevor, yeah. yeah. And then the the, I guess uh, Teddy, yeah, sort of steps in and and um, intervenes. And then even the guest, is like, you promised me something easy, right? Because this guy's just looking to you know do bad stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, Teddy to the rescue, and the guest backs down. Uh, Teddy decides to teach Dolores how to shoot a gun. Did we see... Was it her gun? Or it was his gun? His gun, I believe. Dolores can't shoot the gun. Um, Stephen, apparently the actor's name is Stephen Ogg. I'm going to look up his character's name so we stop calling him Trevor. Do you know he's Canadian? Is he Canadian? Canadian, oh, yeah. Cool. Canadian boy. Canadian treasure, Stephen Ogg. <laughs> Rebus, I believe it is. Rebus. Rebus. I can't remember if it's Rebus or Remus, but yes, you're right. Rebus. Rebus. Um, With a B. When she's shooting, she can't shoot the gun. And is that like uh, they talk about like weapons privileges with the with this uh, mm-hmm. with this woodcutter? Yeah. Is it because yeah. they programmed her to not be able to shoot? We it, at this point, it is. I think very intentionally. I think you're asking the right question. That's exactly yeah. what the show intends. Because I've even written down here: is she physically unable to shoot the gun? Because the way that she's kind of like I can't programmed. Yeah, it, it seems like she's saying it like shocked of like. What I the can't. fuck? I can't. Yeah. As opposed to like, I I just can't shoot a gun. I'm a nice girl. Girl, or yeah. yeah. It's um, not my program. But yeah, yeah, I think I think you're asking the exact right yeah. questions. So the that female guest that uh, Teddy was sort of rolling with earlier uh, approaches with the with the sheriff, saying that there's new bounty uh, on a ma- on a man named Wyatt. So <laughs> almost immediately, Ford is already setting this this new narrative. 
Was uh, there a picture of what Wyatt looked like then too? Usually, we, when they have a bounty, they have like a not no? not not no? not in world. We've only seen him. Okay, in that one memory. Yeah, because yeah. when we learn who Wyatt is, right. there can't be any pictures of him in the world okay, because curious. that would ruin that that big <laughs> reveal. Twist. Um, I don't. Also, knowing who Wyatt is. We, that's in season one, right? We find that out by the end of the season. Yeah. It is built up in such a way. And, and uh, I'm going to kind of pay attention as I rewatch. I remember it being... I remember it feeling cheap in a way that a lot of the show didn't. Where, like, a lot of the twists are very yeah. clever and surprising. And you're yeah. like, oh, that's, I can't believe. They they told me the whole time that this yeah. was this. And then the why thing being like, well, okay, come on, you guys. I like, think, yeah. And I think it was because they do show him in that memory. Yeah. And I think that's bunch. where you feel, like, cheated. Because you're like, well, that's not... But they also, so that exact thing is what they do with Bernard, where That's in true. this episode you see Bernard in pictures, and you That's see Bernard true. in flashbacks, and I, it's a very hypocritical of me, but for some reason the Wyatt yeah, thing... Yeah, I felt that too, though. Yeah, it feels a little... Yeah. A little forced. Um, Teddy decides to leave Dolores to to go off and um, face uh, to face off this, with this bounty, who mm-hmm. he's under the impression of is Wyatt, yep. his old... Captain, sergeant, whatever. Something in the military. Yep. Cuts to a group of hosts just bullshitting around a fire, uh, not being able to cut wood. Uh, they, they're they apparently stuck in the in a loop um, without that woodcutter because apparently the the woodcutter is the only one that can operate the axe. Yep. He's the only one with weapons privileges. Yeah. Yep. Because Teresa got paranoid after the weird goings-ons, apparently. Yeah, yeah. This is a new, new development. Yeah. So that's... That's sort of interesting. But they come kinda... across him while they're looking for the stray, right? Who? The woodcutter. The woodcutter, the woodcutter is, the stray. is the stray. Yeah, yeah, but they come across these guys camping because the stray, like, they're yeah. on their way to find the stray. Yeah, yeah so they're, they're, like, following his yeah. movements or yeah. whatever. And they look into uh, the tent and they see that this this woodcutter is actually carving these figures. Yep. And um, uh, Stubbs makes a point of saying, like, why are you guys programming them with these like little hobbies? Like, what is what is what is the point of this? Because for him, it's just like these robots are just meant to, you know, interact with guests mm-hmm. and stuff. But again, for the the these behavior programmers, they want to make them seem more real. I think this is where she says like their backstories ground them. They're not yeah. just for the guests, but they yeah. like they ground it grounds, the host. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and he comments on how like well, you should program them better. These carvings look like shit. <laughs> Yeah, because there's these the, yeah. the Orion constellation <laughs> yeah. is carved into all of them, um, which I immediately recognized. I don't want a Mister Space nerd out there. I knew that that was a constellation of some kind, but it wasn't Orion. We learn later that yes, it is. One, I knew it wasn't Orion because I knew what Orion looked stars. like. Oh, okay, you knew what Orion looked like down space, to the number of stars. Nerd. Orion's my favorite constellation. Uh, how many there's, stars there's are there? Always you three tell me right on the. Now. I don't know the exact there's number. Three on the belt. But there's three yeah. on the belt, and that's like really important. And there's only it right only shows two. I'm uh, pretty sure because uh, I thought they said there's like one too many or something. We I think actually he said learned he's that missing there's one a, or know, weird number. Of stars. I don't know, but there's always three in the belt. I, I like the original Men in Black, and it's all about Orion's. Orion's belt. the cat, and has Orion has the belt around his neck, yeah. and universe is in Orion's belt. Uh, so it cuts to Teddy uh, with that one guest. Like I think there are a couple guests in this group, and the sheriff, and uh, Teddy is telling the story of Wyatt. Hmm. So he goes on to say. Uh, Wyatt is at the the lead of a host of savages. Uh, Wyatt was Ted's captain or whatever rank, who claimed that the land belonged to him. Not 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 the natives, not the white man, but it belonged to Wyatt. I think I 
I think you might be misquoting that. I think Maybe. it's. I think it's. It didn't Again, belong I'm, to the natives. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know exactly. <laughs> what you mean. Like, because I had to like pause and rewind a bunch. But I think it's. It didn't belong to the people before. Yada yada. It was. Uh, it was. It is something that comes after. It wasn't wide himself, but it was something. Oh, referring to like the host uprising. I assume it is something that comes after. Okay. Okay. Um, they find a body rotting on uh, rotting and strung up on a tree. Yep. There's an ambush, and it cuts away to them uh, overwhelming Teddy, and we can only assume that he dies. Yep. At this point. Poor Teddy. Yeah. Uh, Stubbs and Elsie still tracking the stray. Mm-hmm. Um, they they have they have just conversation. Hey, chit chat. There's yep. a yeah. very pointed line in here where Stubbs to Elsie. Uh, I can't remember. Maybe it's about the stars in Orion's belt because I think I think Stubbs is the one who's yeah. like, "That's Orion," That's or Orion. whatever. Uh, and she's like, why the fuck do you know astronomy? And he's like, he, he says, quote, maybe it's my backstory. Yep. There you go. <laughs> dun, dun, Which, dun, dun, dun. everyone's a host. Yes, if you've seen the show, she just immediately chills. And like, oh! <laughs> it's so good. Everyone's a host. <laughs> so good. This is uh, this next scene is the one where uh, Ford shits on the tech for covering up the host mm-hmm. while he's working on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this yeah just goes to show that like yeah, look Ford, at the dick. Yeah, <laughs> Ford is just like this cold kind of uh, shithead of a boss. Um, he uh, in this scene he brings up how uh, it's all kind of tied in. It, it goes into the next scene with Arnold, and they they talk about his his first partner Arnold who. Uh, I forget what he says, like, w- went crazy or something happened. Went mad, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and ended up killing himself in the park. Um, and he make he, he, he says point blank that he did not discourage the company from wiping every, tro- yeah. uh, every trace of Arnold. Yeah. yeah. Which is going to come okay. up pretty, pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, so Arnold has, for all intents and purposes, been wiped. Nobody knows about Arnold, really, except for Ford... And kind of those in the know, the higher management. Yeah. Uh, Bernard expresses doubts about what's going on uh, with the hosts, and he does ask about Arnold, and this yeah. is where Ford launches into it. Draws the consciousness, of, or the pyramid of consciousness. Yes. What's yeah. at the top? There must be some secret message in, like, those <laughs> letters he's writing about, like, SI for self-importance. And I was sh- actually trying to read the chalkboard behind it. Gotta be an anagram there or something. Before he erased it. But. Uh, it's in the scene, and this is kind of an Easter egg of, uh, of, of, of the show. But, um, so first of all, he has that wall of faces, which mm-hmm. is kind of a, a recall to the wall of faces in Game of Thrones. Yeah, the faceless men. Yep. Sort of. Sort of. Come on, Matt. Come on. You're not buying that, hey? I'm shaking my head no. no. <laughs> there, are, there, are, there are lots of other face walls in, in modern okay. television. And sure. Fuck Game of Thrones. Sure. But, <laughs> All right. but there's also uh, there's also a um, sort of a diorama on one of his tables that actually shows that, that last scene where... Uh, last scene in the, in the, uh, in the series where um, Wyatt's men sort of converge upon the uh, the shareholders meeting. Mm. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, I, I remember do. the scene. I did not notice that. I in the didn't miniature. notice that either. Yeah. So his pre planning. Again, oh, I, was, I knew I knew it was I knew it was the scene, but I was writing away and I actually didn't see it, like but the, I knew it was like in the, the scene. St- like the two lines of people in the the they're on like a like a fucking balcony or so like a plank balcony, I remember. Something like that. That's crazy. Because yeah, there, there's there's like it's I don't know what it's like some sort of like dinner or something. Like yeah. a formal dinner with yeah. like shareholders. They have all everyone thing. in yeah. there, yeah. And then that's amazing. So they show they yeah. So they reveal that that scene like this early in the oh. game, um, and then yeah, the, it shows like a line of of people which are uh, Wyatt's men. 
Interesting. Yeah. Um, so Ford is explaining who are, uh, that Arnold was his partner who created the host. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arnold was working on advancing consciousness in the host. Um, he mentioned something about the bicarial mind, bi- bi- bicameral mind. I, I don't know. I probably spelled this incorrectly. But what that is is that uh, the inner monologue, uh, early people believe that the inner monologue in their heads... The voice of the yes. gods. Or, or voice of the gods, yeah. yeah. And uh, and that led to what he calls lunatic hosts. Yeah. Yes. Hosts who they were, heard, like, breaking their, down. They heard their programming as an inner monologue and Just assumed accepted. it was the voice of the gods, yeah. and, and it led to lunatic hosts. Yeah, that's interesting. And they actually go, but, like, flashback and show them breaking down, right? Like, the older hosts? Mm, I they? think they did do. They? I thought they did. Because they show them, like, dancing... Together when they're like yeah. just first creating them and then showing them breaking down, I think. Uh, Maybe it's like a really quick down. flash, but I thought there was. I do remember the dancing. Yeah. I don't remember the context of it though. Uh Ford reveals that Arnold was killed in the park in an accident, he mm-hmm. says. Um it, it, there's something about uh he, he he's killed in a place where nobody can die or something. There's some 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 line about how nobody is supposed to be able to die in the park. It is supposed to be impossible, but Arnold hmm. somehow finds Figures a way to out. do it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe that's the whole like uh, these guns aren't supposed to help, uh, hurt humans. Exactly. I yeah. think I think it is yeah. all wrapped in that. Uh, and I, I don't know how he sort of gets on this, but Ford reveals that uh, Bernie's son has died. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, do you like, know the context of like why he said that? Uh, so as he is talking to Bernard, he's saying you mustn't make Arnold's mistake. And Bernard says, well, why would I? Why would I make Arnold's mistake? Mm-hmm. Which is super fucking telling if you know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and But Ford responds with, well, I know yada, 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 your son, yada, 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 yada. Mm. Uh, and kind of builds it into like, well, I know you went through a trauma and Arnold went through a oh, trauma. I see. I see. And so yeah. don't don't think these... Because uh, we learned that Bernard was rebuilding his son as a host or something. Don't we eventually? I think so. And I think that's what Ford is referring to of like, don't think the hosts are real because that's what he this, this whole conversation is about yeah. how Arnold thought the hosts were real and mistook consciousness for programming and but I think that the, it shows like Arnold's drive back then so his drive back then was probably because of his son right totally and so that would be why he would want to create these people that are so lifelike and conscious yeah to, to he, I think I think his impetus is like he's yes trying to resurrect his son bring yeah. back the dead like yeah Ford was saying in an earlier episode and if if like Bernie is doing the same thing and well, I mean the the question of like don't repeat Arnold's mistakes. Yeah. And he says, well, why would I? I mean, yeah. the real answer is well because you are Arnold. Arnold. You yeah. are the the host of Arnold. Right. But we, the audience, don't know that yet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so then cuts to Bernard taking a video call, and he's talking to his ex wife, and they they discuss the 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 death of their son. She's a great actress whose name I always forget, but she's in absolutely is everything, it? including The Last of Us Angelica. and uh, no. Nope. Angel suits. Nope. Every TV show you've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, she's in really good suits. movies. Yep. Yeah. yeah. She is she's a good fantastic. Actress. She's the big bad she's in, in Last of Us. She was in what's it called? Firefly, wasn't she? Yep. Yeah. We're also talking like in that scene. Ooh, is, is her name Jessica? Just, I think her name might be Jessica. Is also it? her character. Lange? Huh. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Oh, I don't know. I've never known her name, but yeah, I've seen her in a lot of things. And we were talking about that scene because his wife wouldn't really be alive then. Gina Torres. It's Gina oh, Torres. That's close to Jessica. Didn't even need to. Didn't even, didn't even get there on the internet. I re- <laughs> remembered. That's close to Jessica. Gina and Jessica. That's close. I, I guess. Uh, Amber mentioned something about the scene where 
knowing what we know about Bernard, Bernard, like this, this whole thing is sort of contrived. Yeah, because right? like a he... lot of the show is a little contrived, knowing what we know. Yeah. Obviously, his wife wouldn't really be alive. So but, he's making up this conversation in his head. But, but this this might have been we might be seeing Arnold. We might not be oh, seeing Bernard, true. right? We're we're likely seeing Arnold talking to his wife about the death of their son. That's true actually. Maybe. It could be a flashback. Amber did, Amber did mention uh about that point of how these these hosts even though there's no guests around, they mm-hmm. still continue to talk. Totally. And so we will learn later of hosts whose backstories are completely fabricated who only have memories of 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 families and lives and, right. and things that aren't real. So it, it could very well be just a programmed backstory. Basically. It looked to me though like as it, the environment he was in was in the office. Yeah. Like there were other employees there. So Which that's it, why in my head would, I was right? like if it was, is he just making it up in his head? But then if that's the case other people would notice him just sitting there talking to a blank screen so that would be weird. Unless it never really happened, right? Or yeah, I guess just, it never just really like, happened. Again, we just never revisiting. know. Yeah, we never know what is a literal representation of what's going on and yeah. what is in their heads and what is a flashback and it is kind of the oh, nature so of the show. So good, though. There's an interesting um, series of uh, scenes here hmm. where Elsie and Stubbs find the the stray caught in in this like uh, rock valley. Um, when she's peeing, yeah. Um, and Elsie calls uh, to Bernard, like she calls Bernard and. Uh, it shows that his cell phone is left on a countertop, but she leaves a voicemail saying that uh, uh, he, she's worried about the host having an idea. She's worried about the host having an idea in his head that wasn't programmed. And then it cuts to Bernard and Dolores in, in, in again in those basement scenes. Um, and this is this is the whole like uh, the way they they've. Um, arrange the scenes is it gives us the impression that like Bernard is doing this like right now right now and yeah like sort of off the books or whatever um Bernard is worried about how Dolores is programmed asks what he should do asks her what he should do Dolores asks if she's made a mistake uh and then uh Bernard uh, sort of repeats that whole evolution needs uh, evolution has only needed one tool mistakes. Um, Bernard decides to let uh, Dolores be, and he says, "Let's see where this takes us." There's the, the there's a part in the scene where um, Dolores and Bernard are talking, and and Bernard to Dolores uh, says, "She's asking like, am I in trouble? Like, what yeah. what is this all about?" She's like, "Well, imagine there are two versions of yourself, basically referring to you know you in the park and you now." Yeah. Um, and she corrects him and says, no, there's only one version of me. And once I find out what it is, basically yeah. like that, that is where this is all leading. Yeah. Uh, and he says, okay, analysis, what prompted that response? And she says, I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, that was really mm. exciting. And then, and then, yes. And then Bernard kind of like, well, let's see where this unknown path leads us. Yeah. Down uh, the rabbit hole. Which is like, 
I mean, if you haven't figured out who Bernard is at this point, or, or that there's something up with him, like, this should set off the alarm bells in a big way of Bernard mm-hmm. being like, well, I don't know what we're going to do, but let's well, here we go! Let's jump in! Down well, the rabbit hole. It just hole. seems odd if he's, like, a high programmer within there, and, like, all this stuff is happening. He's like, it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's we'll fine. See, let's see what happens. Yeah. This, this gave me, when I first was watching, the, I remember this, I, it gave me the impression that, like, even though Bernard is sort of framed as this, like, good dude... It seems like he's, he's not, not this good dude. Yeah, yeah. Like totally. he is like, yeah, letting all this stuff happening yeah. or happen, and then he's he's sort of questioning his whole uh, how what he's doing with Dolores and wh- what she's going through. He's like, yeah, you know, what, let's just see where this goes. Yeah, and and he's always covering up for yeah. for, for the mistakes, yeah, for the problems, yeah. And again, the way they sort of frame these scenes is like it. It seems like it's happening right now, presently. Yeah. Um. He goes, let's see where this takes us, and then he sort of, like, ends the interview. Uh, Dolores heads home to see that the bandits are attacking the ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, Apparently this happens every night, which I thought was really interesting. Apparently, because previously we saw the man in black right. uh, uh, kind of shooting up the farm and, and dragging Dolores to the barn or whatever, um, and, and could maybe have assumed that this is not, like, this isn't a loop that happens. This is, you know, this is a guest. The man in black wanted to go, whatever, do whatever this thing. Exactly. Um... But we see it happening again and again and again mm-hmm. and again and again without the men in black, with only yeah. hosts in some cases, like we see here. Yeah. With, uh, with Rebus. The, yeah, I was going to say with Rebus. Uh, Rebus uh, drags her into the, 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 the barn. barn. Mm-hmm. And um, as he pulls away, uh, Dolores finds that he, that she has taken his gun from him. Yep. Uh, he then, she then shoots him, a, which they, she's able to do. Yep. And uh, she hears a voice yeah, in her head. Yeah, says, yeah, kill him. Yeah, and then she Phew. like uh, re- the, the 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 image of Rebus is replaced by the man in black because yeah. she's remembering this and she's yeah. remembering all the bad shit that he's done to her. And yeah, this is and she's able to shoot him. So now she's even overriding like the 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 weapons the restrictions. Program. She does. There is a there is a voice that physically says kill him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she is, and, and we hear the voice a few times. Uh, like it tells her to remember and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so it, we can sort of assume that, I mean, in one light, she's breaking out of her loop, and in another light, she's totally in it. She's just in a different loop. She's still hearing the internal monologue, like literally hearing the internal monologue. Um, and, and, and is the voice of Ford, I guess, as the voice of the god of this That's world. That's what I was going to say. This just makes me think of the. And, concept we were is, talking is about. very yeah. much still in her loop even though it seems like to us the audience she is totally rebelling and breaking yeah. free Against. yeah uh the bicarial mind bicarial yeah. mind bicameral mind if i even wrote that I'll, sound properly I'll look, I'll look that up um <laughs> yeah so it's anyways it's showing her reality and perception is getting really fractured uh but she runs away she has the gun and she runs away which is also not something in her programming, correct? Yeah. Bicameral. Bicameral. Yes. Bicameralism is uh, a term coined, yada, 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 uh, wherein he made the case that a bicameral mentality was the normal and ubiquitous ubiquitous state of the human mind. I don't actually know what it means. <laughs> they Ford sort of explains uh, that... Yeah, early people thought that the... Uh, yes, it, it argues that the human mind once operated in a state in which cognitive functions were divided between one part of the brain, which appears to be speaking, and a second part, which listens and obeys. So, the idea of you physically thinking, like, legs move, and then your legs move. 
and and your oh. you sort of were being broken almost into like a soul and a body. You yeah, know, neat. That's interesting. Um, back to Stubbs and Elsie. Stubbs uh, repels down and attempts to extract the, the stray, but he only needs the head. So he's there. He's ready. <laughs> he's ready to just hack off the head again. He doesn't care. He thinks of these things as just um, he asks machines. her to put it in sleep mode. Yeah. And, oh, says, yeah, right. and says please, and she yeah. does. Uh, Tells wood- her to look at the stars. Yeah. The woodcutter then wakes up and uh, is enough to sort of dislodge himself and climb up. He, he knocks down uh, Stubbs and he climbs up and it looks like she's, he's going to attack Elsie. Big rock. Yeah. But yeah. He takes the big rock and smashes his own head. <laughs> Which is interesting because they are sent there to retrieve the head. Yeah. Interesting that this host would destroy. Like, what evidence is this host maybe trying to hide? Well, that's... And uh, and we also totally get our first taste of the dinosaurs getting loose. Basically, the the idea that mm. this thing is halfway has its head cut off. Like yeah. these things, if they wanted to, are immortal, indestructible beings, and could totally make Just fools of us humans. It. And we kind of get our first taste of the monsters breaking out of of oh. the theme park. Yeah, scary. Uh, cuts to Logan and Will- William. They're 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 looking to get this bounty, and they're camped out. Um, uh, Logan says uh, something to the effect of $40,000 a day and here we are camping. Camping. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Jerking off alone in the wilderness or something, he says. he's pissed off about it. There's no women here. Yeah, and this is is the the point where Dolores approaches them out of the darkness and collapses and that's where the uh, episode ends. And she... Mm -hmm. Swoons. Catch me. That one was interesting because it, it... it revealed a lot about Arnold. Like, like Arnold was. Uh, it, it revealed who Arnold is. Yeah, the first time we heard about Arnold. Yeah, we're like, oh, Ford had a partner. Yeah. Oh, he died. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And yeah, and then, it was suspicious. Yeah. Then they explain how yeah he died in the park, and then that raises a bunch of questions. Yeah. And. But what kind it, of... was, was this the the same episode where he where he says like they wiped all of. Like his his evidence of him, yep. mm-hmm. and that's that's interesting too. Yep. I remember thinking like, oh, that's strange. Yeah. The big question I've written on the top of my page is: Is Ford a lunatic host? <laughs> As he's telling about these lunatic hosts, and we've seen these uh, multiple fours. That is my predict. My season three prediction: Men's a host. Maybe killed himself a long time ago. Made a host of himself. Killed himself. <laughs> Done. Live forever. I mean, no, nothing's off the table now. It's very true. <laughs> uh, any closing thoughts here on season, uh, pardon me, episode three of season one, The Stray? Uh, no, I've said my piece on it. Yeah. Right. Well, if you enjoyed what you heard, please consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. That is how uh, I find the time to do all these podcasts and things. Uh, we do a video game podcast, Talking Reckless. We do a Game of Thrones podcast, Westeros FM. Uh, we do all sorts of things. Stream every day over on twitch.tv slash Podcast. Come and check some of that stuff out. Um, otherwise, we'll see you back here for episode four of Westworld FM. We'll see you then. 